This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations Yes, we are within the closet and like I said, Dr. Mashudu David Mbetsi, marriage counsellor and author, uh, is joining us. He's authored two books uh, titled Married but Intimately Divorced and the other book, Wrong Husband, Wrong Wife, Wrong Partner. Let's talk about it. These books are books that you must have. Whether you're single, in a relationship, in a marriage, considering getting into one, whatever it may be, as long as you are above the age of 18, you should be reading these uh, sort of books that will empower you for your future. Dr. Mbetsu, thank you very much uh, for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Last week you were in Cape Town, and now you're live and live in living color. <laughs> greetings, Matulun. Greetings to the listeners. Unjani. Uh, you I'm glad that you are here with us in the studio today. So we are much. we are going to be tackling something very sensitive. Yes. Uh, firstly, uh, some of the issues that destroy good relationships and marriages, yes. and also the strategies of mm. building. Uh, good relationships and marriages. Both uh, these topics are title are, are chapters in your books, chapter eight and chapter twelve, respectively. Uh, the book titled "Wrong Husband, Wrong Wife, Wrong Partner." Let's talk about it. So that's what we're doing this evening. Yes. Sure. Where do we start? Uh, I I think uh, a relationship. Remember, life is a beautiful gift, and when you get someone that you love and you cherish, you don't want to lose that. So my point of argument is you have to maintain that, but in a sense of understanding your partner so that you don't destroy, you should be, once you are in love, you should be concerned of saying, what are the things that my partner doesn't like so that you don't mess up your relationship. Mm. So the first point of departure is to understand the psychology of money. Yeah, Understanding the psychology of money goes a long way in a sense that in, in most instances you'll find you get a good relationship, especially for people who are not yet married or single to say you need to know someone better. You start demanding money, then you're chasing your partner. It doesn't matter whether boy or girl, man or woman. So you need to know about your approach. To what extent can you discuss financial issues? At the dating stage. Yes. Well. At what stage, and uh, can someone can someone be uh, at peace, at liberty to disclose, disclose all these issues to you? Are you worthy of learning about someone's financial status as a person before the someone can disclose to you? But when you are married, uh, th that's what they say, you have to be financially naked, meaning you have to disclose your issues, because either way, they affect you. At what phase, though, of a dating relationship? Because uh, other people will be dating, courting, uh, testing waters for, for, for two years, three years. So when do you know when it's time for you and that person before marriage that it's time for us to start speaking about the rants and sense of our lives? I don't think it's a matter of time or... Uh the time frame is a matter of the level of friendship, understanding and tolerance that you have amongst each other to say, 
uh, level of trust. Can I trust this person? And do I? Uh, is that level of acceptance to say, can this person be a best friend or a friend that I can confide to? Uh, it, it depends on the level of trust. Mm. But there is mm. no need. Uh, later we'll discuss one day about issues, different 38 types of secrets that we have to disclose and some which you don't have to. But then it, it depends on the level of friendship and trust and tolerance that you have. Hey, when it comes to money, you know, we've heard yes. of swindlers in relationships. Yes. Um, and the swindlers are usually the ones that are easily trusted. Yeah. Okay. So what are the other issues that destroy relationships? You've said money. And especially when you go for days, for those who are single, be clear of who pays for what. Uh, mm. Say, for instance, you I take you take your partner for for a date. Uh, it can be a girl taking a boy or the other way, a man, woman, the other way around. Then you hear someone calling their friends to come and join you. Then you mess up the whole issue. Do people still do that? I they thought that was a they, thing they done they by high school kids. They still do. <laughs> high school and varsity kids do such. They still do. Very uh, old people do that. Uh, I will stop it, guys. No, I see Kuzele. Yeah. No, I see. I think dog. listeners can attest to that. To that. No, I see Kuzele dog. It's it's if if I invite you for a date and you bring your homies, or you invite me for a date and I bring my girls, it just does not seem right because yes. I want to get to know you outside of the crowd. It's not right. People should desist from such behavior. I think it's it's an environment where you need to learn and to know each other better. Mm. And one partners have to stop being manipulative to say, uh, I put you in your corner for you to do one to three. But learn to know someone as they are footstools. What you see is what you get, so that you know, learn to understand each other better. So I know others who won't bring their friends, but uh, if you are dating someone uh, with a child, then they bring their children along to the date without informing you. But remember, if you love someone with a child, you should accept them as they are. But it will depend on the, on the scenario to say, do they have a person to leave the child with or were you informed about the child? Yeah, but, but isn't this something that we discussed before we get to the date? Shouldn't we be saying, because this can destroy a relationship. It I could. want a date with you mm. so I can get to know you. Yes. I am not ready yet to meet your child, even if I know about your child. Shouldn't you have discussed this with me? It should be discussed. By then, you can't, therefore, if, even if you've got a child, you can't be introducing a child to each and every partner. It will depend to say, is that partner worthy to mm. to be introduced to the children? Sure. I, his knees into that can destroy relationships. A-teamers, please, let's talk about it, uh, as it says in, in the title of Dr. Mbetsi's book, Wrong Husband, Wrong Wife, Wrong Partner. Let's talk about it. We are looking at... Um, uh, the issues that destroy good relationships or marriages. And obviously, we'll get to the strategies of building a good relationship. What are some of the things that are red flags for you or no-go areas that would just break a relationship? 0614104107. That's our WhatsApp number. You can send us a voice note or a message. You can also SMS us on 41. 391 and remember you can call in even anonymously on 086-000-2032 Dr. Mbetz okay money yes. taking along people yeah. to dates <laughs> what are the other things 
the other is don't use your partner as a sex tool. For instance, uh, you always want to make love to them, but you don't love them. Mm-hmm. Then someone feels as if you are using them. Even if you are married, uh, you see when romance is gone, uh, you no longer make love, you have sex, but uh, you just... Uh, as if you a scooter. Uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. Uh, so you end up hurting each other's feelings. So learn to understand each other romantically and to understand each other's bodies. On the previous book I say, understand the language of your body to say, do you know each other's reactions, mm-hmm. how they feel, what they are going through, and understand each other and know each other better. Now, other people get into relationships for sex. Yes. Other people are in it because the sex is good. So, mm. or especially in relationships where there are age dynamics, huge yes. age dynamics. Uh, mm. One is much older, one is much younger. And one will obviously be using the other for the sex. Mm. A relationship like this is clearly not one that's sustainable. It's not. Uh, you have to define to say, do you love someone or is it a matter of lust? There's a difference between love and lust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find that in that instance, you you don't love someone. When you focus on sex, it's about, all about lust, meaning you don't care about them. That's why they say love is not, about, is not enough. Love goes with respect, tolerance, acceptance and respecting and doing all those things that makes your partner special. The other thing is uh, you, the issue of hiding addictions. If you've got addictions, in a one way or the other, they will affect your relationship. Yes, yes. Yes. So you need to be explicit, about, explicit yeah. about them. Some people are addicted to the phone, addicted to porn, addicted to tablets. Addict- Those small addictions are the ones that, uh, that addiction indicates that there is a problem that mm. you are avoiding. Those are issues that you need to deal with. In a long term, they will affect you. You know, there's there's a, a, a friend of mine who was engaged to someone, and they lived together, and she did mm-hmm. not know that he was doing hardcore drugs mm-hmm. because he was a professional. He seemed okay. The, she never suspected it until one day she came back home uh, very early from work unexpectedly mm. and he had not cleaned up the bathroom mm. where he was uh, doing his drugs uh, and and that's how she discovered mm. and this obviously broke the relationship it, it it broke it down because he had hidden this from her for a very long time yeah that's bad so addictions are very dangerous yes. um so they do destroy relationships. And even if the addiction is acquired while in the relationship, I mean, mm. if you don't trust your partner enough to tell them, mm. oh, what I'm addicted to this, even if you've been married for 20 years mm. and you start this uh, addiction at year 19 or year 20 of your mm. marriage, you must trust your partner enough to say, look, I've fallen into this trap. Mm. I'm addicted to gambling. I'm addicted to porn. Mm. Um, Because your partner should be a loving space for you, Mm. not a judgmental place. Yes. Mm. The other one is not standing up for your partner. It can be through family, friends, those who are negative. You need to stand up for your partner. How, though, Doc? Please explain to us how. 
it, 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 look, if 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 there are challenges that you are facing, and you should not accept people to criticize your partner and to tell you what to do, but protect them in any way possible, because that person is part of you, mm-hmm. and you might you will find in family dynamics they will tell you to say, say for instance they will tell you what to do, how to do things to say. Uh, today you must come, we are doing one, two, three as a family. Maybe they are telling the husband or the wife without the other party knowing. Then you should know there is a problem. Because both of you have to know of what's happening. But if it's communication that excludes the other party, then it's a problem. And if it's an argument whereby, say, you are in an open space, be it friends or family attacking your partner, you should be able to stand for them, to say you don't tolerate them. Now, let's talk about uh, in-laws, and I'll be specific. Yes. It's usually the mother's-in-law mm. and the sister's-in-law mm. towards the wife. Yes. Who are nasty Cruella devils towards Very. the wife, right? Yes. Uh, they will name-call to her face, behind her back, how is the husband supposed to stand up to his mother who birthed him, his sisters who he grew up with, some are even older? How does he stand up to them? Tell them what is wrong and right. Remember, there's no, there's no right way to do so for doing something wrong or right. If something is wrong, indicate to them that this is not tolerable. But what do you see the Lomako? Ah, it doesn't matter. She used the witch uh, 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 love potion on you. It, it doesn't matter. Remember, there's a, the fact that you don't, you've got differences, does not mean that you'll disrespect someone. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And if if such kind of people don't tolerate you, then you have to take them out of your system. If your sisters and uh, those who don't like then take them out of your system because that your wife is your family and your best friend. So, but how? Uba chela ganja ne? How do you tell them in a respectful way? Is she there? Is should the wife be there when you tell them? She she can be there or not. They doesn't make any difference. But if they indicate or say anything that disrespect her in her presence, then address that in their presence. But with your parents sit down respectfully so and talk to your parents say what are your concerns what is it that you don't like about her and then how do we move forward because this person is part of me simple as that yeah stand up for your partner yes don't just be that partner that is uh, allowing everything and saying you are keeping quiet for peace because that can destroy a relationship a team is joining in the conversation zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. That's the WhatsApp number. Doctor Mbets, we're still talking about standing up for your partner. Yes. There are people who come into relationships as um, uh, blended families, mm. right? And uh, they are usually children, teenage children who are opinionated, or even adult children. Mm. I'm not talking about the smaller little ones, who can be a nightmare mm. towards the other partner. Uh, territorial. Mm. So how does a parent stand up to their child in a blended family situation. Are you saying it's a partner who comes with a child or Yes. Let's say both both of you come with children and the children are of age where they can show opinion mm. and be disrespectful. 
So how do you stand up to the Look, jury? the first thing is your foundation. Before you commit and get married and staying together, you need to see to whether do you f- can you fit in the culture and behavior of the children that you have. Can the children that you have, both of you, f- uh, complement each other in behavior and staying together? So the ba- basically starts with the foundation to say, can you fit into the culture of doing things first? Mm. then you can't do the other thing the other way around hmm. um, we'll still go through the list uh, is, uh, we've got some uh, messages here remember you can send yours contributing to the conversation as we talk about uh, the issues that can destroy a good relationship or a marriage on 614 hey good evening A-teamers. doc um but sometimes it's not uh, it's not easy i must say uh, you find yourself in a situation where you have to choose between your wife and your parents you know you find yourself you're pushed to a corner where now you have to defend your wife what do you do and at that moment you find that you have to choose here doc uh there is there is there, there are two ways it's either you side with your wife or you side with your parents. What you do in that situation, it can be very, very tricky. Hmm. Uh, this hmm. ATM is talking like they've got some experience here. Yes. What do they do? Now, let's go back. Uh, I like his, uh, his point of view because this is what people face on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Now, the issue is do you have parents who choose, their parents who choose? partners for you or choose wives for you. Mm-hmm. There are parents who say choose then will support you. There are also parents who will dictate you. It also depends on you on whether are you a mama's baby or not. If you're a mama's baby then you can't take your own decision. Mm, even if you've taken it. Even if you've taken it you'll say it. okay whatever you, you say I'll say to you as my wife no I, I have to pass it through my mother first. then there's something wrong with me really yeah so you need to be a man and stand up because you're head of the family not the head of umtanaga mama to the family Mm. you need to stand up the fact that you disagree with your parents does not mean that you disrespect them no yes it's just a point of argument but remember what i've learned in life is never argue or insult your parents learn to keep quiet but sit down and talk to them so but find out to say is it a matter of me being controlled by my parents or are they choosing for me and my mama's baby who do i listen to but also i think maybe if if like the the atm is saying they have to choose they have between their wife and their parents why not choose what is true because it could be the wife who's also an instigator Yes, remember, so choose the truth, you yeah? need to, that's why I'm saying, sit down and find out the root cause of the problem. Mm. The problem might be the wife and the parents might be right, and mm. or the other way around. So you need to focus on the truth. Separate your feelings from the facts and truth, mm. and focus mm. to that which is correct. Hmm. Simple. No, I hear you. Let's go to this message. Um, how highly will uh, Dr. Mbezi rate the importance of good 
open and honest communication in a relationship, especially a long-term committed one, where parents are talked to and truly listen to each other, where partners, excuse me, talk to and truly listen to each other and do their best to care about and honor what their partner says. This is from Anonymous. I'm not understanding her or him. Uh, how? So the question is, how highly do you rate good communication mm. in a relationship? Uh, honest communication is the best. As simple as that. And honest communication is not a matter of saying, you see the problem is let's remove subjectivity from honest communication to say, because it's so and so saying this, we, we can listen. But And this happens even in churches or at work to say, because it was Mr. A, we can't listen, but if the same thing is said by B, we listen. Therefore, it's subjective. But if it's aligned and grounded on the truth, then it's as simple as that. So communication, poor communication, uh, that can also be a destroyer of a good relationship. A lot. Communication is... Uh, is, is it, it depends. It's a two-year process. Mm. Remember, there are certain mm. people who want to be listened to, but they don't want to listen to yeah. other people. That's why when you look at the strategy, it says you need to be a good listener. Mm. A good listener is someone who learns to keep quiet and listen to someone else. But remember, I cannot be a good listener, say, because I can't listen to a woman, then there's a problem of an ego, not communication itself. Aha. You see? So sometimes it's not about the communication. Yeah, it's the ego, it's ego in a person. Hmm. So you need to define to say, uh, what are you talking about? Is it the issue of the character or the communication itself or the message itself or the intention thereof? Or the delivery of the message. Yes, and the approach. Mm. You can have the best idea that you have, but how you deliver it and your approach and your attitude. Mm, mm. And you can't therefore say most of the time you don't listen to somebody, but today you are too happy, you want to be listened to. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Uh, okay. Uh, let's go to another voice note. Evening, Sister Patricia. Sister Patricia. My mother has got a husband. <clears throat> I'll sit here down, talk to her, ask her questions. How she wants her husband to treat her. My sister has got a husband. How does she expect her husband to treat her? She has got sister-in-laws. How does she expect to be treated by the sister of her own husband? The same way to my mother. Then if they give me the answer, then I will know the way. I can't choose my mother, I can't choose my sister. They've got their own husbands, they've got their own in-laws. This is my sacred tree. Men must understand what is a woman. To me, a woman is a sacred tree of Eden. It gives me shed, it gives me oxygen gives me fruits, gives me peace. So I can't choose my mother, I can't choose my sister. If they cannot take my wife, it's their own problem. Lisa from Brixton. 
Hey, Lizzo. <laughs> to you, your wife, your woman is a sacred tree of Eden. <laughs> I like Lizzo's line of thinking. Uh, yeah. Ask your mother about her husband. Her husband may be your father, but in booze. <laughs> yeah. Is she looking after her own home affairs? Mm. Your sister, too. I like it, Lizzo. Mm. I wish most men could stand up and do what you're saying. Wow. <laughs> Summarized. <laughs> All right, uh, Doc, let's continue with the, with, with the other things that are destroying our relationship. The other one is financial cheating. Uh, it happens a lot. Oh, financial infidelity uh, is a big yeah, one. Yeah, it's it? a big one. Uh, most people don't, don't cheat financially. You'll find someone, I had a friend who said, uh, I was married for more than 15 years, but uh, uh, the other partner was saving money and building somewhere without me knowing. And some people have got their different secret accounts, their savings, they go somewhere. So it's, that is very bad. It's one of those things. What do Aktiwa, a woman must always have her secret stash? Is that not permitted? You are married in community of property. Of whose property are you talking about? Yeah. Mm. Which stash are you talking about? But that's what I'm hearing. Who a woman should do that? It says you need to be financially naked. If you are stashing it somewhere, you are saying you've got plan B to your marriage. You see? Mm. Yes, so you've got plan B. So it's it's the same as sexual cheating. (laughs) There's a lot of people who who go into relationships slash marriages with these wrong notions, like the private uh, cash stash. But also the financial cheating goes to extended family and friends. Mm. So you are married and now when people are asking for loans, need help, you don't discuss with your partner. Mm. It's cheating also. That's cheating, isn't Mm. it, Doc? Yeah, These are things we need to look out for. Uh, but on the other hand, when the man or the wife says, I need to speak to my partner first before I can make a financial decision, yes. then they say, oh, he's got you by uh, the by short the and curly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, by the what, what. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is arrogance, an mm. issue of wanting to prove yourself. You see, the problem is most most partners don't compliment each other. They compete. Uh-huh. Then there's arrogance and egos. Therefore, there is no teamwork, and then the communication is damaged. And and how is it possible to repair a relationship that has competition? It is. Remember, change goes with the uh, uh, the acceptance to change. Mm-hmm. If I'm willing to listen and change, that if if um, I tell myself to say I'm arrogant. I can't be told by a woman or there are certain women also can be who are too arrogant. So it depends on the level, all the types of personalities in a relationship. Here's a message here from a team who says, good evening, Mrs. Pat and the guest. The matter of addiction is something else, whether it was before or during the relationship or marriage. In most cases, it's not easy to come out clean because we're scared of being a disappointment look hopeless or to lose our loved ones. I know it doesn't sound right, but I think it's best to hide if one wants to keep his or her loved ones. I know Doc comes from a good place, but in reality, the outcomes of coming out clean don't look good. 
Well, I, I agree with the innocence that I think next time we should talk about 38 of types of secrets, which was to tell and which was not to tell. Next week. So that the listeners can understand to say. Now, I understand their concern because you need to know to say, is the person that I want to disclose to worthy and trustful to say? Now, when you do counseling, in most instances, you'll find a partner who says, we have been married for 20 years, and the mm -hmm. partner, when they started getting married, the other partner disclosed to say, this is my challenge. Till today, after 20 years, when they fight, that comes, comes up. up. Yeah. So you see, the problem is not the intention was good, but the personality to which the information was mm -hmm. disclosed is wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's a, a problem with the level of maturity. Hmm. So it's an issue of saying that instance the intention is right, but there was no need to disclose. If you knew, there was no need for you to disclose to that person because it's not a person that you can trust. Mm, mm. The intention is correct, but the personality Person. is incorrect. Sure. Relationships are deep. Very, very deep. Yes. Let's take a quick break. Continue sending us those messages on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. I'm hoping we'll get to a point where we start talking about strategies of building a good relationship. Our guest, Dr. Mashudu David Mbet. Closet conversations. In the closet, uh, we are still in communication and uh, uh, in the complete marriage and relationship masterclass with uh, Dr. Mashudu David Betsy, author of uh, books such as Married but Intimately Divorced and another one titled Wrong Husband, Wrong Wife, Wrong Partner. Let's talk about it. And this evening, uh, we have taken from Chapter 8 um, from the book uh, Wrong Husband, Wrong Wife, Wrong Partner. Let's talk about it. Uh, chapter 8 speaks about the issues that destroy good relationships relationships or marriages and we're about to get into chapter 12 that just speaks of the strategies of building a good relationship you can join in on the conversation a teamer on 0614104107 dr mbetsi uh, another stress another issue that destroys uh, good relationships there are partners who try to change you and some who will forget their role in marriage or relationship and uh, uh, when you forget, you see, in in the book Married but Intimately Divorced, I speak of the four zones. When someone are in a relationship, they get too comfortable. And uh, they forget that they, they have to play their role. And uh, they end up saying, uh, taking you for granted because you fulfilled that which was intended. Now, you end up getting, forgetting why you are married, why you are in a relationship as a man or woman, or in a, whether you are single or married. You forget your role of being in a relationship hmm. and being in a comfort zone, forgetting that you might be replaced. Wow, no one is irreplaceable. You will be replaced. Feelings don't eat grass. I'm going to a voice note. To our feelings, don't eat grass. <laughs> Let's go to a voice note. Hi, good evening, Patricia and uh, the doctor there. Um, say you are a new couple. You are of middle age or so, 
and one of you is made of a few hundreds of thousands of friends maybe and the the question is now at what point do you become candid and 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 outright about your finances and shouldn't you be careful if you are say open about the your finances and then the partner uh notices that you got lots and they remain because of that or maybe they didn't even like you in the first place but now you're mentioning the issues of of, of money so at what point do you become outright and candid about finances as a new couple and especially at, at that age middle age this is Taba from the eastern cape thank you but Taba is speaking like a man who's got Lots of it. Baba, I can be your friend any day, ne? And Tatio, but I'm your friend. For the first program, guest Tagalog. No beautiful question. I think you you, you have to uh, take a back seat and uh, understand your partner and know them better. Now, you need to know to say in what kind of relationship is it a convenience relationship or a loving relationship? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's a convenience relationship, remember true colors. Some people can take 10 to, 10 to 15 years to disclose their true colors. They can pretend to love you as much as they can get what they want. I agree. Totally so agree. I will say, take your time and know your partner better. So I'll say, don't disclose. We'll go to those types of secrets next week. So it's not, don't disclose what you have, but maybe assess that person. No, uh, the pattern, person, the, the real person, who is the person that you are in love with? Yeah, as, assess Can them. you trust mm. them? Give a test. Mm. Give them money to say you can do whatever you want with the money. See what they will do with the money, with little money that you give them. If they cannot be trusted with the little money, how about a lot of money? Are they financially responsible? What is the level of maturity? Someone who likes spending or building. I mean, if you get if you get a, if you get money today, then tomorrow it's finished. It's like you get worried that the shops are closing. <laughs> then the, the personality is wrong. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with the money. Hmm. Uh, let me read this one. Uh, it says, good evening, says Pat. Says Pat, our mothers and sisters like to control us boys. They want us to marry people they like. Otherwise, they will hate your wife till death. Do them apart. I am the victim of what I am saying. My sister is late and my mother still hates my wife with no reason, but I still choose my wife. Am I wrong? There are mothers who are a problem to themselves. There are people who want to be champions of other people's lives, yet themselves failed in their own standing. The fact that you are related does not mean that they can take a good decision. You have got to take your own decision. Mm-hmm. And that is wrong. So if, if, if they want someone else, why can't they marry for themselves and leave you alone? God, as we were talking, Sometimes we have to talk to mothers. Uh, I wonder this message from this A-team. I'm proud of the A-team mm. for sticking to their wife. Obviously, that means they're protecting their wife and loving their wife. But mothers, mothers must not take their sons as if they are their husbands. Their boys' friends or husbands. No. Let, let, let children live their own lives yeah. because tomorrow they will blame you. And that is wrong. Ay, 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 ay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a mother. 
I'm mm. a mother dog and I've got two sons out yes. of my tribe. I've got a, quite a big tribe, but I've got two sons. And I tell you, was it two or three days ago, my eldest son, was, who is 13, turning 14 mm. later this year, was having a discussion with me, telling me how excited he is that he's growing older and he's about to leave the house. Because we've had this discussion mm. with him. I said, once you finish grade 12, I don't want you in my house. Mm. Not because I, I don't love you, but simply because I want you to spread your wings mm. and I want you to learn. I, I want you not to feel ashamed when you start mm. dating. I want you to explore things. I want you to learn independence. Whatever career path you choose, but you will be independent. Mm. Um, and and he said to me, well, mom, you know, very soon I'll be out of the house. And, and because I was feeling a bit emotional and at that time, I said, how oh, are you already ready to leave me? <laughs> you know, and he said, don't be a needy mommy. Mm. But a boy children, like girl children, we need to let go. Why is it so easy for mothers to let go of their girl children? But we don't do that with our boy children. I, I, I think the other problem that we make as parents is that we don't organize workshops, be it in churches or school. We don't organize workshops for children and sensitize and educate our children. Mm. We only intervene when there is a problem to say, why did you do one, two, three? But mm. we never sit down and educate and communicate and talk to them and understand them better. The fact that it's your child does not mean that you know them better. True, very true. Uh, Doc, <laughs> uh, Mapoto, who's in Bumalanga, says, yo, good evening, Patricia. What you are discussing is very powerful. Please send me the link. I would like to listen to it with my partner. Mapoto, what I'm going to say to you is, you can get the podcast by tomorrow. Go to the website, safm.co.za, go to the show tab, and then go to podcast. You'll get this one by after, tomorrow After afternoon. that, get the books. But... I think it would do you great justice for you <laughs> and your partner to get the books. And the Dr. Mbeth is going to tell us how we can uh, get to the books. We've got another voice note. Oh, it's not a voice note. It's a message. Okay. This one says, good evening, Patricia and guest. I'm speaking from experience. When you meet someone, do not talk about your past relationship because your past will always be thrown in your face when there's an argument. If your new partner asks you about your ex, tell him or her, this is why it's called an ex. Keep it in the past. I like that. I like that uh, 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 listener. Uh, beautiful. It's one of the secrets that you must never disclose. Take it to the grave. Your past relationship has got nothing to do with your current relationship. But I, I, I tend to disagree, Doc. In what way? Okay. So... Especially if you were in a relationship that was a marriage, mm -hmm. that has children, that past relationship is always going to linger on. Yes. Remember, you're talking about a relationship with children. Therefore, you're disclosing children. But how you were treated... In the relationship. Yes. Okay. Now you need to separate. You can't be saying now you are married to the next person. You're saying, oh, my past partner used to romance me like uh -huh. this. Ah, yes, yes. 
So that those are behind. intimate issues that have got nothing to do with your current relationship. Mm. But if they are children, therefore that is something that's a different aspect. So you can speak about the children. Children, you'll never you speak ha- about children are part of you. Whatever it yes. is. But do not speak about the intimate your thing. intimate issues of what happened, how mm. you were treated, whether you were abused, meaning you need to deal get counseling and deal with your baggage and mm. offload. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we need we need to discuss those uh, dynamics of 38 types of secrets, which ones to tell, which one, because some of the things when you tell, you might be exposing yourself. And assume now you meet, you meet someone today and say, you tell them everything. Tomorrow mm-hmm. you'll never see them. Hmm. Because therefore, there's something wrong with you, <laughs> even if you're honest. Mm-hmm. That's too much information. So uh, um, you, you need to sift your information. Yes. Don't just uh, uh, divulge everything. Know what to tell and what to tell and who to tell to. Mm. Yes. Mm. Doc, you know what? I'm looking at our time. Not, we haven't even started Chapter 12, Strategies of Building a Good Relationship. Let me ask that we do this next week, Thursday. Let's talk of the strategies of building a good relationship. Yes. Right? And then the following week, um, uh, God willing, you and I then have uh, the discussions around the secrets. 38 types of secrets. Yeah. In the meantime, let them get the books. Uh, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. I'm going to read Anonymous's message. Most, if not all, of us are in relationships for selfish reasons. However, there are those who derive happiness from doing whatever they can to make their spouses happy and those who meet their selfish needs by just focusing on themselves. How destructive is self-centeredness in a relationship? Anonymous. Good question. Because there are a lot of people like this. Being self-centered is one of the things that destroy relationships. Mm. There are people who are too selfish. selfish. Mm. It's all about mm. me. And whatever you do, even if you get to parties, it's, the party does not start before I arrive. Yeah, It's all about me. Everything evolves around you. Then it means there's something wrong with you. Supper is not served until. Yeah, it's all about me. Even children sleep before daddy comes home because we have to eat together. Children but then eat daddy late. Will come, will come home at ten. Yeah, it's like there's a boardroom in the in the kitchen at home. Children need a parent at home. Your partner needs a wife or husband at home. Mm. Not a director, CEO. So you need to adjust and know that you have to play a role as a parent. So, so self-centeredness is a very difficult thing. It's and one of the things that we did not mention, but it's there to say there are people who are self-centered. But people who are self-centered. Do they know that they are self-centered, or do they feel some this know is how for sure? Some be? don't know. Mm. Yeah. How do you point it out to them? Talk to tell tell people. Remember when when you are in a relationship, you should be open to suggestion and sh- open to uh, constructive criticism. Your best friend will tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. But it's the truth. People who love you will tell you the truth, but those who don't, they will avoid you. The avoidance option. So it's all about you, whether you take it or you leave it. Doc, how do we get our hands on these uh, a very informative and building books? Let them call me 072 
Uh, or just go to Facebook, Mashud Bez, you'll find me there. Or just say hashtag married but intimately divorced. Yes. So these books are available, um, but we will be back with Dr. Uh, Mashud Mbezi next week. We're talking strategies of building a good relationship the following week. Then we get into those 38 secrets. Yo, I, it's like late night conversations. Let's build these relationships, A-teamers. Doc, thank you so very much for always sharing your time, your knowledge, and the contents of your book with us. Hey, teamers, it's our Friday. Am I right? Guys, I'm going. Today is Thursday. So Thursday is our Friday. Okay, the team is nodding. Now, things are not working properly in me today. Like I said earlier. But it is our Friday officially. Uh, your Friday starts in five minutes' time. Asanda Beta will start the morning with you with uh, uh, Sound Awake and followed by Elvis Preslin, followed by um, uh, Stephen Hrutus and, and and the likes. Great content, great entertainment and music here on uh, SAFM as we lead the conversation. From us, goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success. We'll be back on Monday evening.